BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, Pete Bowers, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. Don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. KB Cabaret, sponsored by Devereaux's Delight, the maker of the whole donut without the hole. And also by Sobegon, the detergent that removes the ink and adds a rise to your muffins. This week's musical guest, Mike Powers. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, KB Cabaret presents Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, as I write this letter, I realize my life is blessed. For the last two years, I am living with Cliff, the man I love. He adores me and our little girl, whose first birthday is coming up next month. He loves my other three boys, ages 10, 8, and 3, all from various baby daddies. He treats them like his own. The only slight problem we have is money. Although the boys' daddies pay child support on top of food stamps, I still have a hard time making ends meet, even with three part-time jobs. With my husband Cliff taking guitar and art history courses in community college and daycare, we are in debt to the rafters. I asked Cliff to help out, but he needs these courses to fulfill his loan requirements. And you know how men need to hook up with their friends at the bar to unwind after studying. We rent a one-bedroom to save money, but other than that, I've run out of ideas. What should I do? Loving life, but broke. Dear Broke, how delightful. You have four children by four separate men and hold three jobs. 
You are one busy lady. Plus, your man is a gem. Taking courses in a community college and unwinding with the guys, a regular keeper. Art history? Really? What kind of a job can he get with that? Hmm. My thinking is that he's got a sucker and he's milking you dry, honey. And it's not all his fault. He's got a willing cash cow. It's time to kick the old bucket and cut the ties loose. Once you get rid of him, you'll spend less and hopefully save more. Keep those legs crossed, dear, and in a few years you'll be back on your feet. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada And now KB Cabaret presents The Perils of Paul. I've been calling you all morning. Where you been? I just got out of the dentist having my teeth cleaned. What's wrong? Come over to the house now. Can I make a stop at the library first? No. This is an emergency. Come as fast as you can before Betty comes home. What did you do now, Paul? Well, you remember when I put beef into Betty's vegan stew? Yes. Oh, this is worse. I'll be right over. Thank God you're here, Davis. Come around to the back of the house. Holy cow, how did your car get all the way down to the edge of the rocks? Oh, I had it neutral and I forgot to put the barking brake on. Another few inches, it would have gone over the cliff. I wish it had. What it did to Betty's favorite bush. That bush stopped your car from flying over the cliff, Paul. You don't understand, Davis. That's a camellias bush. I bought that for Betty on her 10th anniversary. It has those pretty dark pink flowers growing under the snowfall. Brush made her happy, Davis. She's gonna kill me. Just tell her the truth. Now listen, Davis. You're my friend and the only artist I personally know. You have a creative mind, Davis, so I'm relying on you to figure out a way to camouflage that bush. Uh, all right, all right. Maybe we should get the car out of there first, don't you think, Paul? Yeah, right. Uh, here are the keys. You're a wuss, you know that? Not denying it, Davis. Not denying it. Uh, doesn't look too good, Paul. Yeah. Three branches do not make a bush, Paul. Yeah. Maybe an urn? An urn? In the middle to fill the hole. An urn to fill the hole? Yeah. I could try to put a stake in the ground and tie up the broken branches. Ooh, I like that. You think it would work? I don't think so, but I guess I could try. Ow! Are you alright, Davis? No, but I'll live. The ground is frozen solid. I guess the stake won't work then. No, it won't. Can't you tie the broken branches to the ones that aren't broken? No, Paul. The the three branches are not strong enough. Oh. Well, maybe the urn then. Hello, boys. Um, 
What are you up to? Oh, uh, Betty, when did you get here? Just now. Paul, what happened to my camellia's bush? Uh, nothing. Paul? The car rolled into it. The car rolled into it? The bush saved the car from flying over the cliff, Betty. I see that. I'm sorry I ruined your bush, Betty. Do you really think I would get upset about a silly bush, Paul? Yes. Well, I'm not, Paul. Okay. Okay, let's go inside the house. It's freezing out here. Okay, Betty. Betty, uh, I'll promise to get you a new camellias bush in the spring. Thank you, Paul. And Paul? Uh, yes, Betty? Take the urn out from the bush. Yes, Betty. Davis? Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. to make an appointment to make a 911 call? Excuse me? Of course. Um, what is the best time to call in an emergency? I'm sorry, ma'am, but there is no best time to call in an emergency. The best time to call is during the emergency. Okay. Then I'll call back around 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, do you have an emergency now? Not until 4.30. What do you mean, not until 4.30? That's when my husband comes home from work. I'm not following you. I just found out he's cheating on me. That's not an emergency, ma'am. It will be when I whack him on the head with a baseball bat. You shouldn't do that. You're right. I'll shoot him instead. No, I didn't mean it that way. I meant you can't hurt him. Don't worry. I won't hurt him. Oh, thank goodness, ma'am. I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to kill him. Uh, No, you can't kill him either. Yeah, maybe you're right. I should hire someone to do it. Good idea. I I didn't say that. Well, it's going to take a little time for me to find a hitman. Do you suggest anyone in particular? I'm calling the police. Odd choice, but they do have guns. Ma'am, I'm afraid you can't do this. Right. Cancel my 430 and pencil me in for tomorrow. And now, KB Cabaret presents Mike Powers and his song, It's a Love. It's a love that's magic It's a love serene It's a love that's tragic It's a love that's mean It's a love that's happy It's a love that's blue It's a love that's maddening It's a love that breaks my heart each time you go away. It's a love that remembers you and the promises we made. It's a love forever. It's a love today. It's a love like rain 
Parlor City. You gotta love it. There are many little stories one hears over the years, some that one should discard, and some that can be shared. Well, I probably should have discarded this one, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. The Bridal Store. Welcome to Bridal World. What can I help you find, ma'am? Hi, um, I need two bridal gowns. What sizes are the brides? Oh, they're both for me. Uh, I think I'm a size 14. Oh, the guns are both for you. Yeah, it's a long story. Well, don't worry about it. I'll just show you some lovely guns. If you really want to know, I'm marrying my kid's real father. Oh, how, how nice. Yeah, it's really fate, you know. I've been searching for him for over 12 years. Oh. It's not easy raising five kids. F- five children? Yeah, the stripping. Stripping? <laughs> yeah, stripping helped. But having a real man around is better, you know. I suppose. So anyways, I'm sitting one night watching TV when I saw him. Oh, um, he's a celebrity? No, I was watching America's Most Wanted, and there he was. So I'm going to need two gowns because i got to marry him once when he's in jail, and then again once he gets out. Ah, yes. One of those little gems from Parlor City. Anybody home? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, my friend and neighbor right here in Parlor City, Beulah Deschamps. 
I hope I'm not bothering you and your audience, but I just have to share this with you. Another mouth-watering recipe, Bueller? Oh, dear, you're too kind. Leon brought this recipe back from one of his trips down in the Caribbean, and it's so yummy I just had to share it with you. Oh, marvelous, Bueller. I can't wait. What is it? Rum-tum-tum Jamaican jerk chicken. I just had to try it just for the words in the name. <laughs> Let me guess. Rum? <laughs> you know it, dear. That and the word jerk. I'm sorry? Oh, dear, you know, I'm just kidding. But looky here. The best dark Jamaican rum money can buy. It has to be dark, sweet, and at least 80 proof. Here, let's just sample some. I brought two glasses, one for me and one for you. Mula, you know I can't drink during the show. Oh, well then, uh, here's to you. <laughs> oh, wonderful smooth. Mmm, it sure is good. Sure you don't want some? Oh, well. Beulah, you're drinking awfully fast. Well, this is a quick segment. <laughs> Jerk just comes from the Spanish word that comes via the Peruvian word chaki, a word for dried strips of meat like what we call jerky. It's the way we rub and marinate meats and vegetables that makes a food jerked. You need a few oh, days to make that. this baby right. Slow makes the food glow and the rum flow. <clears throat> I took some shumps, some I took some cut up chicken pots and marini rated them in rum, olive oil, and chopped onions, minced garlic, and chopped habanero peppers and let them sit in the refrigerator overnight. Are you sure you don't want some? This is very good. No, thanks, Beulah. And maybe you and should... now for the rub. <laughs> you towel-dry these little chickadees and massage them in a bowl of powdered onions, allspice, salt, pepper, thyme, cinnamon, and habaneros peppers, and dark brown sugar. How come you taste so good? <laughs> Uh, Beulah, maybe you should start... Did you know Leon got a nice massage from a Jamaican girl down in the islands? Brown sugar. Lay this chicken down for at least three hours so it too can get its happy ending. Just like my dear man Leon. That's why they're both jerks. Woohoo! Mmm, <gasps> mmm. Then glaze and bake... Just like me, glazed and baked, nice and slow. Leon, jerk, slow, bake, check for an STD, so... Uh, and she's out, once again on a high note. Boys, you know what to do. Thank you, Beulah, for that fine recipe. You'll find the entire rum-tum-tum Jamaican jerk chicken recipe and other fine recipes from Beulah, our parlor city chef, on our website, kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. The good folks at So Be Gone decided not to add any harsh chemicals that were not entirely necessary in their product. Therefore, it is fair to say this product is not only great for your underwear, it is also great for your corn biscuits too. 
So be gone, the innovators of clean living. Order yours today. And now, time for our weather report. Ha, oh, whoa, don't worry. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Ah, whew, hey, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> Unless your parents aren't home. <laughs> Well, okay, as you can see, it's raining out, but I don't wear no raincoat because when I'm doing what I do, I take chances. That's right, no protection for me. Can the other guys say that? Uh Uh-uh. Now, I'm going out on a limb here and take a chance by saying it's going to keep raining for most of the day. You know why? Because I heard it on Channel 5, that's why. But hey, any yokel can read a national weather report and look at a computer model. Well, I'm no yokel, pal. I'm strapping myself to this rocket here and blasting off directly into the clouds to get a closer look. Why? Because the other guys won't, that's why. Now stand back, everyone. This is Stan Hammer, signing off. See you in the water! And now, KB Cabaret presents Oh Too Bad. Mary, have you heard anything from the Tuber Corporation about whether or not they will need that proposal for this afternoon's presentation? That meeting has been canceled, sir. Mr. Tuber passed away last night, and the meeting has been pushed back next week. Ah, too bad. I really like that guy. Anyways, get a hold of Anderson and tell him to come to my office. Mr. Anderson isn't in yet, and we haven't heard from him. Well, let me know as soon as he gets in. Yes, sir. Uh, Mary? Yes, sir? My car's in the shop today, so I might have to order in for lunch. Try that new deli over on 3rd. That deli went out of business three weeks ago, sir. Ah, it's too bad. Man, they had great pastrami. Yes, sir, and there's a Detective Smith here to see you, sir. Well, send him in. Mr. Cipher. Yes? I'm Agent Smith. We found your boat. Great. Where is it? Gulf of Mexico. It was stolen and used to smuggle drugs. Great. When can I get it back? Yeah, can't. They blew it up just as we were closing in on them. Ah, it's too bad. I really like that boat. I'll meet you downtown to fill out the paperwork. Mr. Cipher, the garage just called. Is my car ready? No, sir. There was a mishap. Mishap? Yes, sir. Apparently the repair lift had broken and the car fell. The emergency crew had to cut the car in half to rescue the mechanic who was working under the car at the time. The car is a total loss. Ah, too bad. I really like that car. Yes, sir. And that was a fitting tribute to a band that has given us many years of great music. As I mentioned earlier, we just learned that the plane they were on crashed in the middle of the ocean while on their way to the Greek islands to headlight a concert, raising funds for boat safety, killing everyone on board. In other news... Oh, man, it's too bad. I really like that band. Mr. Cipher? Uh, yes. I'm going to the break room to get some coffee. Would you like a cup? Uh, yes, thank you. Hey, Mr. Cipher, it's me. Jerry the guard. Come in, Jerry. I just saw on the news that Mr. Anderson was hit by a car in front of the building while crossing the street on the way into work this morning. Uh, is he okay? No, sir. He's dead. Broke every bone in his body. Ah, it's too bad. You know, I really like that guy. Okay. I'll just finish my rounds. Uh, Mary, did you leave for break yet? No, sir. Did you hear the news about Anderson? Yes, sir. The guard just told me. Pretty sad, huh? Yes, sir. Mary? Yes, sir? Black, one sugar. Yes, sir. Uh, Johnson, did you hear the news about Anderson? 
Yeah, me too. Hey, two things. First, you still got that extra car? Great. I'm gonna need it this week. Second, uh, I got a couple of tickets to a concert this weekend for you and your wife if you want them. Oh, she did. Wow. When? Ah, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I don't imagine you'd still want the tickets, but don't worry, I'll find someone. Uh, Mary, you back from break yet? This is Donna. Can I help you? Uh, where's Mary? Mary had a heart attack in the break room while getting a cup of coffee. What? Is she okay? No, sir, she's dead. Ah, oh, it's too bad. I really liked her. Ah, now what am I going to do? I don't know, sir. I'm only here until the end of the day. Donna? Yes, sir? A cup of coffee. Did it happen to be black with one sugar? Nope. Ah, oh, it's too bad. KB Cabaret presents Bree Harvey's Splash Mountain. Visiting lands of make-believe takes us away from everyday realities. Two years ago, I took my seven-year-old son to visit one of the ultimate lands of make-believe in Anaheim, California, Disneyland. We invited his 14-year-old cousin, Sam, to join us. This way, they could go on all the fast rides together, while I would have a pleasant drink by the bar. No, Mommy, please, my son Brian whined. Please ride with us on Splash Mountain, Mommy, please. At the age of 38, I felt I was too old for this. <clears throat> but like a moron, I was cajoled and dragged into line of Disney belief. Over 500 people were waiting to visit these furry little animals of Splash Mountain. 60 minutes of waiting time from this point, the sign said. I looked up a huge 84-foot earthen-colored cement mountain with a sense of impending doom in the pit of my stomach. Splash Mountain, I recall, was based on a Disney film called Song of the South, which was a collaboration of short stories, Uncle Remus, Br'er Rabbit, and Tar Baby. I used to read those stories to Brian countless numbers of times. My son even developed that rendition of the Hillbill Twain. Now, after 40 minutes, we were coming up to the warehouse part of the ride. The rows were formed into mazes, so the 500 people were handled with utmost coordination. As we entered the dimly lit warehouse, I had to adjust my eyes to these new surroundings. There was a pleasant relief of coolness on our sweaty backs thanks to the air conditioning. California sun can be ruthless in August. Zip! Zippity doo da, zippity a. My oh my, what a wonderful day! Was blaring from the amplifiers within the boxes above. The huge rooms were stacked with crates plastered with quotes from the stories of Uncle Remus, scrawled with yellowish caulk. I'm gonna get you, Brer Rabbit, if it's the last thing I do. As we were moving closer to the ride. The sayings became more urgent. Stay away from that old laughing place, or you'll end up rabbit stew. zippity doo da was now louder and more impending. During the most haunting doo-da, the transport vehicle rolled downstream toward us. I reluctantly took a seat with the obviously naive boys in the rustic brown nine-seater log, and we embarked on our journey of foretold doom. Unexpectedly, 
we arrived into a tranquil forest of lush green foliage and multicolored flowers, azure sky, a crisp, clear, babbling brook full of joyous little critters, bunnies, piggies, geese, country bears, and bluebirds of happiness singing in festive harmony. How do you do? A mighty pleasant greeting. How do you do? Say it when you're meeting. How do you do? I'm leaning back on this pretty little log, the boy sitting in front of me, and I'm thinking, this is sweet, not scary as I imagined. I could forget all my troubles, forget all my cares in such a tranquil place. As I'm lulled in this utopian fantasy for about two minutes, we come across a mean old nasty bear setting up a trap for poor Br'er Rabbit. I'm going to make some rabbit stew. <laughs> he menacingly chuckles. The lights are now starting to fade from the comforting sunshine to a more sinister, shadowy darkness. The little mommy daddy along with the baby bunnies huddled up together, saying in a more anxious tone, What can poor Br'er Rabbit do to keep from becoming rabbit stew? At this point, I'm starting to get a mighty bit anxious myself because my lulling log is climbing up a steep 45-degree angle hill, heading into a deeper, darker forest chock full of little furry, worried rodents all around me. Ahead, I hear giggling. How can the boys possibly think this is funny? I wince as my knuckles were turning white from holding on to dear life. A miserable mama bunny on the right side of the hill foretells our impending doom. Stay away from the old laughing place or you'll end up rabbit stew. We reach what I think is the apex, only to look down at a steamy, gloomy purgatory of briar patch. My senses have only a few split seconds to realize that my little boys and I are about to plunge 52 and a half feet. Ah, we're going to die! I yell out, my heart in my larynx, as a bright flash erupts in my face. Fortunately, we didn't meet our maker as I had expected. We just got soaked. Zippity-doo-dah is now blasting joyously at full force. Cheerful geese in fancy bright dresses welcome our return from hell. My son and his cousin are laughing and smiling, pointing out our drenched attire. As I climb out of the water-soaked log, I try to unglue my wet hair and my clothes from my person. That was awesome, Mom, my seven-year-old says, jumping up and down. May we buy the picture that they took of us coming down the mountain? Sam asked politely, pointing toward a vendor's booth. So, the flash I saw was not my life passing by after all. It was a smart capitalist ploy by the marketers of Kodak. They actually had the nerve to sell back our own 8x10 images for 1995, not including tax or frame. Why the boys in the photo look semi-elated in a masochistic sort of way, I look like I had witnessed a tragic homicide, mainly my own. I was humiliated. I swore never, never to go back on a ride like that again. I'm too old for this. <clears throat> a small voice rang out, two little words that stamped my fate. Mom, please. That day, we ended up going back seven more zippity-doo-dah times. 
I was gonna die. And now, KB Cabaret presents our musical guest, Mike Powers. Welcome, Mike, to our show, KB Cabaret. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm curious to find out the genre that you have selected. It's sort of like a 1960s boy band. Why do you write songs with this type of flavor? Well, I grew up in the 60s, and that's primarily what I heard on the radio. Um, at that time, I didn't necessarily care that much about the 50s, 40s, or 30s, but, you know, I like a whole bunch of that music now. It was just a thing that was happening, and the music grabbed you. I could listen to some doo-wop and some other stuff, and usually my parents didn't have that on the radio. Every once in a while, I'd hear an Elvis song, and I thought, well, hey, that's pretty good. But when the Beatles came out, there was hands that just grabbed me by the ears and pulled me inside the radio. Okay, and then from there on, it was just, I, it just struck a chord, and it was just exciting. It sounded good. There was a lot of variety, and uh, I just wanted to know how to do that. So let's listen to another song of yours, Mike, interestingly called Just Die.
culprits, the butcher, the baker, the priest, and the undertaker. But we also have unusual culprits as well. KB Cabaret presents The Psychic by Bill and Kate Murray. Hello, Milton. Welcome to the Psychic Hotline. I see you have chosen our Speak with the Dead package. Hello, Miss Nora. I would like to speak to... No, no, don't tell me. We will just see who comes through. Okay. Now I must go into a trance and see who steps forward. <clears throat> Spirit, come forward and speak to me. This man is here to speak with you and gain knowledge. Do you see someone? I see a mist slowly forming in the distance. In the mist, I see a man. A man with a big mustache, wearing underwear and long black socks. That's my dad. He says to say hello, Milton. Is he okay? Well, he says things are okay, but could be better. Oh, no. Is he in heaven? He says that is kind of a long story. When he died, he went through a long, bright tunnel. And on the other side, he came out what looks just like Splatsky Avenue with his old house right across from the scrapyard. He met your great-uncle Sal, who gave him the key to the old house and complained about the weather, just like he always did. Was Grandma there? He says stop interrupting. Sorry. He lives in the house, and all his meals just appear in the kitchen three times a day. So what is heaven? He says maybe. Maybe? Maybe, or or maybe a sub-heaven. Sub-heaven? Yeah, he, he says it's nice, but kind of second-tier nice. How so? Well, his meals, for one thing. He, 
gets a boiled egg for breakfast, tomato soup for lunch with crackers, the store brand, not the name brand, and for dinner he gets a turkey sandwich with stale chips. He has a lumpy couch, black and white TV that only plays shows from the 70s. He thinks it's heaven, but the low-end version. Why doesn't he complain? He says he's afraid to complain because they might send him somewhere worse, like Cleveland. Besides, he thinks it's starting to get better. Based on what? Well, he says that just today he got oyster crackers with his soup and there was mayo on his sandwich. So his entire reason for optimism is better crackers and mayo? Well, what if they were just out of the other crackers and they added mayo by mistake? He says stop being such a pessimist. Has he seen Grandma? He says yes. She came to the house and complained about how tight her shoes are. Was Grandpa with her? She says he was in Cleveland. I didn't ask any more after that. Too bad for Grandpa. He is starting to fade. You have time for one more question. Make it a good one. What would he have done differently? He said he would have eaten less eggs, tomato soup, and turkey sandwiches. He's fading. Ooh, ooh. I am back. And thank you, Milson. Thank you, Miss Nora. We love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Watching a movie. What's wrong? Tell me why I have to stay again. Because it's Sunday, and it's movie night. Deal with it. Yeah, but it's Graham's choice this week. So? That's why I want to go. Her taste sucks. She likes classics. They're old. They may be old, but they're salty. The movies? Oh, (laughs) I thought you were talking about your grandparents. No, I was talking about the videos Grandma chooses. They're classics. They're old. Besides, I hate it when she tells everybody what's going to happen next. Elizabeth, that's what she does. I know. It's annoying. Listen, Elizabeth, I know it sucks watching old, boring movies, but that's what families do. What, commit suicide? No, sacrifice and suffer in silence. They're here, so shh. Mom, Dad, finally... We would have been here two hours earlier, but your mother couldn't find her glasses. I was looking everywhere for them, and do you know where they were? On your your head? head? No, they weren't on the bed. They were on my head all along. That's what they said. Are you even listening? It wasn't on the bed. Never mind. So, what did you bring? Hmm? What movie did you bring? You don't have to shout, dear. I can hear you. What stinks? Nice to see you, too, Dad. Do I smell onions? I hate onions. I made soup and sandwiches. Well, I'm glad I already ate. It's freezing in here. I turned up the heat to 80. Your mother is cold. Turn the heat on. I'll bring you a blanket. So, what movie did you bring, Grams? Oh, hello, dear. Ma, you're so tall. How did you get so tall? 
<laughs> I'm sure glad she wasn't five foot ten when she was born. <laughs> Such a beautiful face. You know, dear, if you lost some weight, the boys would go crazy. Ma, please. No, I'm serious. Just 20 pounds. Could we not talk about weight right now? Elizabeth is fine, just the way she is. What are you talking about? She's fat. She needs to lose weight. Then I could show her off to my friends who have sons. Could you please stop it, the both of you? Elizabeth is a perfectly beautiful young woman, and she has admirers. Mom? Well, you do. So what movie did you bring, Mother? She has admirers? Really? Who the hell are they? I never see you with a young man, dear. That's because she looks like a boy with her hair cut that short. Really, dear, you have such a beautiful face. You should grow your hair. Yeah, you look like a let- Father, stop it. You're such an idiot. What kind of mother lets her daughter cut her hair that short? Like a man. Well, this is nice. Uh, drinks, anyone? Get me what you're drinking and make mine a double. A woman shouldn't drink, dear. It's not ladylike. What do you expect? She's no lady. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I never drink. I know, Mother. Stanley, did you ever see me drink? No, your mother never drinks. Never. You have stronger willpower than I do. That's why you and your daughter are both fat. Here we are, drinks all around. You know, I just about had it with you two. Why do you need to insult everyone? You have no respect talking that way. I have no respect? There she goes, always yelling, yelling, yelling. You have a big mouth. So, uh, what are we watching tonight, Mother Ruth? Well, maybe if you didn't call everybody fat. You're an idiot. Your mother's crying. I don't feel like staying, Stanley. Let's go. Oh, come on, folks. This is just one big misunderstanding. Dad, let them go. We are demanding. When did we demand anything from you? All I wanted was to come over and share one of my favorite films. Let's go, Alice. It was a stupid movie anyway. Mom, Dad, I'm sorry. You're an idiot, making your mother cry like that. Come on, Alice. Dad. Get your fat ass out of the way. Grandpa. And you, you, grow your hair. Well, at least tell us what movie you brought over. Life with Father. <laughs> So our saga ends again for now, but join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Hi, I'd like to report a theft. Okay, sir, do you have a medical emergency? No. Are you in immediate danger of losing your life or lip? No, ma'am, just a theft. Tell me the nature of your situation, sir. Someone stole my umbrella. Someone stole your what? My umbrella. Someone stole your umbrella? Yes, ma'am. That does not constitute an emergency, sir. Uh, it is when you're standing out in the rain. No, it doesn't. But I'm getting soaked. I'm really sorry about that, sir. Well, you're no help to me. Well, sir, if you were made out of sugar and were in immediate danger of melting, I would send someone out right away. Huh? Are you made out of sugar, sir? No, that's absurd. Then I can't help you. Wait, I, wait, I changed my mind. I am made out of sugar. Too late, sir. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You already told me you weren't made out of sugar. I'm sorry. What am I supposed to do? Have you thought about getting out of the rain? 
No. Why not? Well, because my first thought was to call you. And what was your second thought, sir? Well, now that you mention it, I guess my second thought was to get out of the rain. Always go with your second thought, sir. Goodbye, and have a nice day. Nature by Bree Harvey Surround me by nature, set autumn skies free. Send through the melody of blue, white, and greens color my soul of joyful, serene. Moments of pureness, candor, and clean, an unharbored moment in the weightless of times. Palettes of Titian, Ardalan shades are the signs. Take me away and free me of plight. Open these arms and take me to flight. My heart hears the bell of ten thousand chimes. Autumn, the bold one, who knows what is near, calling out nature defiant and clear, fighting its last days of summer untold, calling in arctic winds, noble and bold. Nature untamed and untied, free the spirit of candor of ones who are shy, for you bring us hope of times we adorn. Come springtime, let winter Warm words of unborn. And now our musical guest, Mike Powers, with a third song, You Don't Think Like You Can. You don't think like you can.
we'd like to thank our musical guest, Mike Powers. Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. Starring Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, Pete Bowers, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, Bree Harvey. Original skits by Bree Harvey, Kate and Bill Murray, Charles Berman, Pete Bowers, John Carey, and John Montgomery. Original music by Bree Harvey. Musical arrangements by Christina Donella. Sound engineer and editor, Charles Berman. We had a grand old time here at Parlor City with our friends here and where you are. Next week, we will start our communicating all over again with crazy antics, short stories, skits, songs, and, if we get Beulah up, her recipes. Please visit our website at kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com to find her recipes, our sponsors, and contest entry rules for poetry and short stories. Why should we be the only ones who write? That's right. We want to hear from you and your talented ways. When we choose the pieces you have written, read it on air as well as print it on our website. The hardworking, fun-loving folks here at Parlor City say there are no goodbyes, only farewells. And above all, come and visit next week, same time, same station, at KB Cabaret. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. Love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.